The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. Stephanie Hansen and we are here for episode 39 of the Makers of Minnesota. We are really excited to be doing something a little bit different today in that we are talking to people that have a maker fair. A maker fair is the idea that you can get kids and people excited about the idea of making things and these could be the future entrepreneurs for Makers of Minnesota. We are here uh, with Connie and Connie Rutledge is the event producer, uh, coordinator of the actual event that will be happening here in Minneapolis. It's happening at the fairgrounds. It's going to be happening on June 3rd. They call it the Mini Maker Fair because it's attracting kids and families. And we also have uh, a maker that's here with us today, Jim Essler of Linnell Designs. Hi, guys. Welcome to the program. Hello. Oh, thanks. So we're doing something pretty different in talking about kids that are makers or young adults that might be makers. Connie, tell me a little bit about the history of the event, because I know it started in Europe, I believe. Actually, it started in the Bay Area in California, uh, but it does happen in Europe and in other parts of the world. There are maker fairs all over. This is the third year for Minneapolis and St. Paul. All right, and we'll be at the fairgrounds, and on that date in June, maybe you can give us a little snapshot of what it'll feel like when people come. Sure. Uh, we create a festival atmosphere, so there's a lot of uh, fun stuff happening happening in addition to our exhibits, which are very interactive and hands-on. We have music and street performers, presentation stage where people can learn about different topics, and uh, hopefully a couple of hands-on workshops that are a little more involved. What do you think the goal is from your standpoint of trying to introduce the idea of being creative and making things? Well, the goal is really to show off uh, how much ingenuity and creativity is happening here in our region and really cover the spectrum of making stuff. Uh, So we have everything from science and technology to textiles and crafts to woodworking and metal. So that's our goal is to really give people a flavor of what's happening and uh, ways that they can get inspired and learn to make stuff themselves. It sounds super cool, and it sounds just like this podcast. A couple weeks ago, we talked to uh, someone that uh, makes soap, uh, made the perfect soap molecule, <laughs> which apparently has a ton of uses in industry and in manufacturing and in life generally. So that was pretty cool. Um, Jim, you brought some things that you make uh, in here today. Is This is your craft for your full-time business, Linnell Designs? Well, um, my wife and I uh, purchased a laser engraver about three years ago. And by and large, uh, it's a contract uh, operation where we offer to vendors the ability to have customized laser work done. Sure. And uh, for Maker Fair, we looked at that and... and but what a neat opportunity to share a little bit about some of the things that we make at home and that my wife uh, sells. And, and we have a website at uh, Linnell Design. And uh, with with Maker Fair, we were really thinking about what types of things could we bring that would be fun for kids to be able to do hands-on type of building of things. And so uh, we have a, a 
some kits that we bring to the fair each year, and we have a good time watching them have a good time. And they make put together the kits that you make? Yes. So uh, uh, the first year we, we came, we had a, a kit. It was a, an autonomous kit called Cat and Mouse. And with Cat and Mouse, you you have a little box with a, a crank on the end. You turn the crank, and the, there's a cat sitting on top of the box that has a paw that reaches out for a mouse that goes round and round, and the the cat never manages to catch the mouse, and the, and the tail bounces up and down. And uh, it's a kit that, uh, with the help of an adult, will take take about an hour to build. And uh, so each year we come back looking for kind of more th- fun things that we can share. What is your interest level in getting kids and adults to make things together? Well, I, th- I think that that is a uh, a good part of parenting. Is to Tell have, me more about that. Well, uh it's always great to have projects that kids are interested in that mom and dad can be a part of. And uh, so with, with the things that we provide, there are instructions for uh, how to do the build, and it gives a sense for, for kids how to follow instructions that they read and yet build something that's that's kind of fun and a little bit out of out of the norm. Were you a maker your whole life? Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, I my, my background is uh, uh, software and electrical engineering, and... Uh, I was kind of one of those kids that would always take things apart and most of the time could put them back together. Mm-hmm. And then when you bought this laser cutter, what was it about the technology that you saw that you were like, wow, this could be a business for me? Well, there's all types of things that you can build. And we have a good time uh, contracting with people to go have their ideas come to life. Uh, for instance, we recently did a a, a project for a church and the pastor had a message for uh, uh, about a home, which meant coming home. Okay. And so we built 4,000 small one-inch square homes that uh, were on a key ring. Cute. And so uh, we, we did the, the, the design. Yep. Uh, the process is, is that then we go back to the church and say, what do you think? And, of course, that takes a couple of iterations to go through before you get it right. And then we get very busy. And so the, the laser that we have has a fairly large uh, bed. You can put a 40 by 20-inch, 20 28-inch piece of plywood in it. Yeah, that's huge. And it'll be busy for better part of an hour and a half or two hours. And then we also have a very large drum sander, which means that <clears throat> we can run those sheets through and all the parts come out without any kind of laser residue. And uh, so we have all kinds of little jobs that come in like that. And so when we, when we thought about Maker Faire, it was kind of our way of, of being able to go and expose kids to what that kind of technology can bring. Yeah, and what they could do in their own lives at a later date or right, what right. is available to them. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. So for, for this year's Maker Fair, I'm doing something a little bit different. Um, I'm, I'm coming in with uh, two students, uh, from a good friend of mine's sons, and they wanted to learn a little bit about business. And, and then I happened to be at Half Price Books of, about two months ago. And a gentleman came up to me, and he had. A, I was in the business section, and he came up to me with a long list of books, and he says, "What do you think about this?" And I said, "Well, what do you want to do?" And he said, "Well, I'd, I'd like to start. I'd like to learn more about business. How do I get into that?" And um, he uh, he's from Somalia, 
and he's trying to figure out our system. How do you get in? How do you make it all work? And uh, I said, well, why don't you come join us on Saturday afternoons? So he, he's been coming over, and what we've come up with is a design for uh, some birdhouses, of all things. And um, uh, I, I've brought uh, one with me here, and basically um, what we did is we, we read some books from Autobahn as to how to build a birdhouse because mm-hmm. there's some size things in terms of how big the hole is, how high you want to put it in a tree, and how big the box ought to be. And when we first did that, we, we built them out of uh, cedar planks. And what we found, though, was that having uh, younger kids put that together would be quite problematic because you had to be able to get the holes in the right place. Mm-hmm. You didn't want the wood to split when they would hammer it together. And so we went back to the drawing board with another uh, another design. And so what we ended up coming up with was a design that uh, we run on the laser, and it literally snaps together. And so uh, for this week, what my uh, my threesome uh, are doing is they're putting together instructions on how to build these. And those will be complete with uh, photographs, uh, some uh, dots on some of the photographs to say, here's where the glue goes, for right. instance. And uh, they'll be putting them together and and. At, at Maker Fair, what we would like to do is we'd like to show these to people, uh, show them how easy they are to put together, and and if they want to put them together on the spot, we're going to be able to uh, provide them with enough uh, help with instructions, uh, some glue, and all of that so they can make that all come together for them. So he's taken out of the bag uh, pieces of wood that are laser, laser cut already, they have like tongue and grooves that are fitting together, and he's assembling this birdhouse. The Somali man that you met, yeah. um, he, was it his idea to do the birdhouse? Is that an area of interest for him, or he just wants to see business owners and people in business? Well, he wanted to learn about business, and, and my thought about that was that the, the best way to do that is actually to participate. Mm-hmm. Because then you start seeing the problems and you start seeing the things that you have to start thinking about. Right. Um, That's what this show is about. We talk to entrepreneurs. Sometimes they have problems. Sometimes they have cash flow. Sometimes you can have um, in our my own entrepreneurial life some great ideas that you just don't have enough money to bring to market or get proof of concept. Exactly. And. And my thought was that by going through and experiencing what that was like, so they come to, over to my house on Saturday afternoons, and uh, we'll have a discussion about this or that. So part of it's going to be the economics of doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to cut one of these on the lasers about between five and six minutes to, to cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to go purchase the wood to be able to do so. Um, and there's costs associated with that. Yep. And so at, at the end of the day, uh, we also want to be able to come to Maker Fair and offer it at a price for people that are that's reasonable. Yep. And offer a good uh, quality experience. product. Yeah. Yeah. You you want that experience so that the makers come back. Yep. And um, and then there are design things to think about, such as uh, the the bottom of the front, for instance. We tell people not to glue because we want to be able to have it so that the following year, that when the birds come back, that in between you have time to be able to go and. Clean the birdhouse Clean it out. out. Right, because the birds make quite a little nest inside right. there. Mm-hmm. So uh, the way that we're going to operate this year is that uh, I'm helping them with all the planning of this. Uh, they'll get to use uh, our laser, but they're going to do all the interaction with the customers at Maker Fair. All right. Um, they're going to run their own booth. 
and uh, that should be a lot of fun. So tickets for this are going to be $20. They're for adults, um, and then there's a children's price, too, for kids 6 to 17. Connie, are there other activities that you know of that kids will be able to participate in? Yes, we have. Uh, we always have a make-and-take area uh, that's sponsored by Leonardo's Basement, which is our host organization for the Maker Fair. So they bring a bunch of supplies from their workshop and uh, give kids the free reign, basically, to make what they can imagine. And lots of makers have hands-on activities. Um, so, you know, you basically just need to come and explore and find something that's interesting to you and hands chances are you'll have a chance to get your hands on something. Yeah. And for, is there a special, I I know you've got a wide range of ages. Is there, is six kind of the minimum in order to participate? And Well, kids five and under are free. Um, and I would say that, yeah, the sweet spot is a little bit older, but we try to have some activities for the smaller kids too. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, ages six to 17 sort of encompasses the the types of activities that would be appealing. Well, this seems really fun and really exciting. And one of the things that's common with a lot of the entrepreneurs that sit in my seat and that I talk to is their journey of trying to figure out what's going to work and what doesn't work. Um, I'm curious if you have any suggestions for books or any ideas of things you said that people learned kind of being hands-on. Are there other opportunities that you would recommend for local makers? Oh, wow. Uh, That's a really broad topic. I would say that a great place to look is Kickstarter. Okay. Um, The the reason why I say go there is that there's a ton of ideas floating out for people to explore, to be able to say, okay, here's here's what someone else has done. And Kickstarter I love because they have, uh, it's it's a great example of of being able to say, here's an idea, here's how I present it, uh, here's how I consider my customer. And, and that implies, you know, knowing your market, you know, what, what are the ages, what are the gender, mm-hmm. uh, what, what are the demographics that you're trying to shoot towards? Uh, you, it forces you to think about the affordability of what it is that you're going to be creating. Uh, it, for my wife and I, Kickstarter was a big inspiration for the laser engraver to purchase it because we had seen where other people had been successful. And That's a great idea. I would not have thought of that. Yeah. And, 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 uh, so this, Spinning off from that, we were able, that enthused us enough to be able to say, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go after this and try it out." So I like it's, it. It's been a lot of fun. All right, so you can find more information about Jim Esler and some of the things he's working on at Linnell Designs, L I N E L Design dot com, and then Connie is with uh, the Makers Fair, and that's MSP dot Maker Fair F A I R E dot com, and you can get tickets and more information. And again, the event is June 3rd at the Grandstand at the State Fair from 10 to 6. And I'd like to throw in there that we're still accepting uh, applications for makers as well. And you can do that on the website. All right. So if you are a maker and you're interested in being uh, included or submitting your ideas for inclusion, please go ahead and do that. I'll send a tweet out about that, too, so that we can reach some more folks. All right. Thanks for being here today. Thank Thank you. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
I'm Rita Foley with an AP News Minute. An F-16 pilot having hydraulic problems with his aircraft managed to parachute to safety as the plane smashed into a warehouse east of Los Angeles. Fire Captain Fernando Herrera. That pilot landed in the uh, March Air Force Base area. In the base itself. Amazingly, there were no serious injuries after the plane hit the building. Alabama executed a man last night for his role in killing four people after an argument over a pickup truck. Tennessee executed a man who killed his wife. Reporters couldn't see the execution, but AP correspondent Travis Lawler says... We could hear sounds, uh, including a singing that uh, uh, Mr. Johnson's attorney says was him singing a hymn. Answering a reporter's question, President Trump said he hopes the U.S. is not on a path to war with Iran. Mr. Trump has dismissed suggestions that any of his advisors are trying to push him into a conflict. I'm Rita Foley.